Welcome to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. Now here's our mama. Hey y'all, welcome back to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. Thank you for listening to part one with Elsie Lauren Chamblin from Love is Blind. Here is part two. Enjoy. So it's really funny because, you know, obviously Kenny is in a relationship now, but it didn't work out with Kelly. When you were watching that back, were you kind of like, damn, I should have kind of, you know, shot my shot, my shoot, shoot my shot, shot my shot (laughs) with Kenny because it didn't work out with Kelly. Uh, Did you ever want to like kind of rekindle that at all with Kenny? So I will say like Kelly was my roommate at the beginning. We switched roommates halfway through and I was roommates with Brianna on the show who was like, I hate hearing people breathe at the beginning. I freaking love Brianna. She's like one of my best friends. But Kelly, and I, I adore Kelly as well. Like, she's great. But I think Kelly being my roommate at the beginning kind of like psyched me out a little bit because, you know, in the beginning especially, we were all talking about, you know, our connections and what we talked about and like all the things and I found pretty quickly that Barnett and Kenny were literally the only two people I was, like, romantically interested in. Like, I like talking to all the guys, of course, but for some reason, like, I, I would get, like, butterflies talking to Kenny. Like, I, I don't know why. Like, it was oh. so weird. It was so stupid. <laughs> no, that's so cute. Um, I'm like, apparently I have a voice type, because I feel like Barnett and Kenny have a very similar tone. Who knew there was such thing as a voice type, but... I only have my experience in the pods. Like, I don't see anyone else's experiences. I can hear about them sometimes, but I don't know what their conversations are. Outside of what is going on in my brain and my conversations, like, I have no idea what's going on. So, in my head, at the beginning, especially, like, the first half of the pod, I was like, oh, my God, Kenny and Barnett, I'm freaking out. I'm going to have to choose between them. Like, they're such great guys. How do I choose? And then, really just got smacked down by the humble lightning bolt or whatever and (laughs) because I remember literally saying this to the cameras too like freaking out like almost in tears about like wow like how lucky am I to have these two guys who liked me and and they did obviously I wasn't like I was their only one that they were interested in but in my brain I was like yeah (laughs) like how could they not with the conversations we've had like I'm awesome like why would they not (laughs) right of course and I don't know if I'm exactly in those words what I was thinking but I really thought I had them both. Like, I was in a Barnett situation, I thought, you know? Like, mm, I was going to have to choose between them and hurt, and hurt one of them. How naive was I? Because maybe a couple days later after that, there was one night where everyone was kind of like, at least on the girls' side, I don't know about the guys, but on the girls' side, we all had, like, decided to drink a little bit more. <laughs> and so we had, like, day dates. Dates during the day and then dates at night and stuff so like it was after dinner of night and we were like drinking a little bit more and like whatever then Kenny decides that night I guess this is a little towards the end I guess at this point and he was like saying that it, you know just telling me that he was gonna probably end up with Kelly like he's having a lot of stronger feelings for her mm. and I literally just started laughing no. and, and because I'm freaking psycho I hadn't slept in the, like years it felt like at that point and I was a little bit tipsy you know too and the combination of like I think that honestly maybe that day or the day before is when I had an interview where I was like talking to them about you know oh my god how lucky am I like these two guys love me and I'm like what this is crazy and like I'm gonna have to choose between them like how am I gonna choose I have to hurt one of them and I don't know what's you know like I'm spiraling like thinking of (laughs) people you guys are gonna propose 
both these guys are going to propose to me, like, obviously. Oh, <laughs> and then Kenny tells me that, and I literally just started laughing. I was like, oh, my God, I'm an idiot. Your connection was <laughs> real. I mean, it was absolutely real. No, 100%. So, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I, and I adore Kenny. I think he's so great. And, I mean, there really no one is on – Except for, like, maybe a couple people on the show. But, like, other than that, everyone on the show, like, I adore. And, you know, Kenny is definitely one of those guys. And we've been, we hung out a lot, like, over the last year and a half. Especially, like, the first six, seven, eight months-ish. Because we're helping out with, like, a similar charity and stuff. And so, like, one of the other guys was Matt Thomas on the show. He was yes, Matt. kind of in the Danielle. Yeah, he's like the Danielle Rory love triangle. So Matt's charity, he has Robert Cards. Like, we both were volunteering with that. So we hung out a lot. And, you know, we'd go out and stuff. Almost like me and Kenny had gone on dates, but without actually being on dates, you know? <laughs> it was weird. You know, you pay for my drink or something. Or, like, drinks or dinner or whatever. And I never really thought much of it. But, like, I think he was just very overwhelmed by the whole the whole show, you know, the whole process of it, which is fair. I mean, we all were, you know, but he obviously went like a lot further than I did. And I met him in person oh, the weekend wow. after the wedding happened. And he was definitely like shooken up. But I will say, Aww. Kenny is very much my type. Like physically, you know, like small, blonde, blue eyed situation, very on brand for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Not always the guy I end up dating, but like definitely, definitely my type kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And we had a good connection, and we always like goofed around and stuff. And I really thought for a little bit after the pod, uh, you know, after everything was filming and all that, I really did think because obviously I knew he didn't end up with Kelly, but like I really love Kelly. I adore her, but I really was like when I met him in person, I was like I hate myself for not pushing harder for him. You know, and now looking back, I regret it. I didn't really regret it. I don't know if it would have worked. Obviously, I don't know. Really looking back, I thought I could have gotten married on the show, but I really don't know if I would have. I don't know if I would have been ready at that time. But you would have been happily dating him, like to find out if that was somebody you could marry. Yeah, such a great guy. I mean, they really, they all are. I guess we'll never know now. And I think his girlfriend now, I think is really well suited for him too. From what it seems like, I don't know her at all, but... They seem really, really cute and have a lot of similar interests and stuff. And, you know, he moved to, I think, Charlotte. So I love yeah. Charlotte. So that's fun. I mean, we are definitely good friends. But for a few months after the show, I was like, really, man, I have a crush on Kenny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, oh, I was hoping you were telling me that you guys happened. dated after the show. That's what I was hoping to hear. <laughs> no, we never really, like, dated. I, I mean, we kind of, like, I don't know. I didn't really know because I wanted to be sensitive to the situation he had just gone through because, like, I knew I was there for the first part of it, and then I kind of knew what happened after and that it was really hard, and and I wanted to be sensitive to the fact that he was just engaged, you know? Like, he just went through this whole thing where he was in love with Kelly, and he really could, at one point, see himself marrying her, and then Mm -hmm. they didn't end up getting married, and the whole just production in general, like... I never wanted to be the one to make that first move because, A, I'm a chicken, and, B, <laughs> I wanted to, like, be sensitive to the fact that, like, he might not be ready, you know? Like, I don't know. If, I don't want to be, like, a rebound if I ever did date Kenny, you know? But, yeah, I mean, it just didn't work like that. I don't know if we would have been – I mean, he's great, but I just don't know if dating-wise we would have really been that great of a match anyway. But he is a great guy. Love getting to know him and hang out with him. 
as well as all the other guys. <laughs> but if you found out tomorrow that he broke up with his girlfriend, I mean, would he still be on your radar as far as somebody who you'd like to see something happen with? Um, I don't know. Honestly, Kenny is like, he's a great guy and he is an attractive guy, you know. He's someone I mesh well with. I do feel that we might be better suited as friends, but I mean, okay. I would never rule that out. Oh, have you seen him? He's a little cutie. He's definitely a cutie. <laughs> I, I, there were, I think everybody on this show was very handsome in their own way. I mean, very attractive. Right. All the women were absolutely beautiful. It was just a really, really great show. I can't wait for season two. I do wish they would release like hidden footage of you guys. I think that would be incredible. I know. We deserve I'm it. Like if Tiger King do it, like we can. <laughs> exactly. I know completely. And uh, you know, but we can we can all hope and dream. But that's why I wanted to have you on and everyone else on for you know the untold stories because these are stories that need to be told and shared and they're important. And I think that the one question I always want to ask all my guests is like, what did you learn from that experience about yourself? How did you become a better person because of that experiment? You know that you went through that nobody in the world has gone through except for you, thirty people. Yeah, I mean, it's actually insane. Like, I feel like I had a lot of you know, I don't know if you know much about astrology, but, like, I'm an Aquarius. Very true to that. And I do feel like I tend to push things away, like, emotionally, that just to be more, like, aloof and act like I don't care and, you know, all that stuff. And I was thrown into a situation where I didn't realize how heavily I relied on distractions, like, you know, TV and phone and music and hanging out with friends, you know, as simple mm-hmm. as that. Like, in quarantine, it's kind of, I guess, similar-ish. Yeah. Really, because we do have all the distractions. We just don't have all the people. <laughs> right. But I had dated that guy for a long time, like, that almost, like, four years. And then I had dated a few people in between that and the show. And also, from, like, 19 to 23, 24, I guess 24, I was in relationships. You know, like mm-hmm. I didn't know who I was without a boyfriend or whatever. And so I was, you know, 24, 25, 26, like really going through it, like trying to figure out who I was, like going out and partying and meeting new people and having new friends and like all the things. And so I feel like I really had just distracted myself enough to where I didn't think that anything that happened in the past like had bothered me still. And I got thrown into a situation where I, I couldn't get away from it. Like, I couldn't distract myself out of that. And I really had to, like, really had to, like, come face-to-face with everything that I had been kind of freaking out about. Like, I remember one of the one of the talks, like, little side interview things that I had, we were talking about stuff from, like, elementary school that I had gone through. I was like, dang, should I pay you right now? Like, <laughs> God. And... I don't think I should go to therapy because, like, I don't know what I would even talk about. I haven't had anything that dramatic happen, you know. But literally that experience, I was like, well, dang, maybe I do have things to talk about. Right. I think everyone does have something. For sure. You know, I think it was just kind of that situation I had been into with Barnett, like, a guy not being sure about me and whatever. Like, it was really kind of triggering to a lot of other things that happened in Mm. the past. And, like, I don't know. Honestly, I had so much anxiety in there. Plus, like, just, I'm so tired, you know, too. Like, I'm not that emotional, always, like, outwardly emotional. And so I was being forced to do that. And so that was uncomfortable for me, out of my comfort zone. So I had to get more in touch with, like, talking about my feelings and stuff. And 
you know, in my real life, like, I don't really just sit around and talk about boys for hours and hours, you know, like, I, it may be 20 minutes with my friends, and then we talk about other stuff, you know? <laughs> right. And, you know, obviously, from this conversation, you can tell I'm pretty talkative, like, personal kind of person, but I found myself on the show, like, kind of shutting down a little bit, like, I was kind of always watching people have conversations, and, mm. like, observing, and just trying to, like, because it was all very overwhelming, and ultimately realized I had a lot of things deep down that I was pushing down, trying to ignore, distracting myself away from, and that situation made it to where I couldn't do that anymore. I was literally trapped in this, like, you know, facility. Yeah, you had to <laughs> um, face it. Yeah, and so, and people were asking me all these emotional questions, like, every day, all day. That's, like, all I was doing, and... Oh, my gosh. I mean, what you see in my last, like, conversation there with Barnett and then also, like, my last little interview thing, like, the last interview thing will really end the conversation with Barnett. Like, I was having panic attacks. I was mm-hmm. lots of different versions of panic attacks. Sometimes they're really explosive and crazy, and sometimes they're, you can't even tell if someone's having a panic attack right next to you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was definitely a situation where you can kind of tell towards the end of my little interview saying that it's like having trouble breathing and like I, I can't even get words out at that point and it's not like I was like fully crying tears I've had panic attacks before in my life and I've never physically like been streaming down tears anytime like it's just always like I can't cry and that's why I'm freaking out <laughs> it's just so um, like you're in your head I've completely yeah. felt that yeah it's in your head it's not like physical it's just more like mental I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of knew going into it with Barnett, too, that it wasn't going to be me to end there. And that was really, I had a lot of anxiety about that. Just kind of mm-hmm. built up all day. Me and Amber, we made it a point to not talk about Barnett and stuff like that. But then at a certain point, like right before all you know, the engagements happened, we were like, okay, what's he saying to you? Because this is what he's saying to me. And we found out he was kind of saying the same thing to both of us. Oh. But then I also realized that he kind of said more to her. And I was like, okay, it's not me. You know, I went into it knowing I'm about to get dumped. I could not sleep the night before. It was so, so bad. And I don't know, it was a lot for me to go through, but I feel like it was such a low point that I could really only kind of grow from that. And when I came home, I didn't even like, I think I texted like maybe one of my roommates. I had two roommates at the time. And I texted one of them and saying I'm coming home or whatever. And both my roommates have boyfriends. Like, they still have those boyfriends. and stuff. Like, one's engaged now. And so, like, the other one lives with his boyfriend now, and the other one's engaged, and I still live with her. And so, like, they were definitely not on the same level as me. <laughs> <laughs> but they were so excited to hear that I came home, but they knew, obviously, timing-wise, that it means probably I didn't get engaged and blah, blah. Yeah. So I was, like, talking to them. I was, like, a freaking zombie psycho just trying to explain all this stuff to them. Then I slept for, like, almost a whole day. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's so. so emotionally draining, you know, besides the physical part. But yeah. I'm glad that you weren't blindsided because I think that would make it almost like a more negative experience for you. So you seem so self-assured. So I'm sure you knew kind of where you stood for the most part, you know, and he could have surprised yeah. you. Obviously, there's that chance and you probably had that little bit of chance there, your hope. But it's good that you weren't completely blindsided. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, and I mean, it's, I feel like I almost would have maybe rather been blindsided. <laughs> really? Which is saying a lot, because I have been blindsided with breakups in the past. Not a great situation, but I feel like that situation, I'm, I don't know. But 
I think because I've seen The Bachelor and liked The Bachelor so much, I was very hyper aware of the questions that people were asking me. I was right. like, oh, God. Like, when they started asking me these questions, like, but I'm sure they were asking everybody. It had nothing to do with me, you know? <laughs> but in my brain, I'm like, oh, my God, why are they asking me this? <laughs> right, you know, right. Like, stupid theater brain is like, <laughs> what do you want out of this question? How do you want me to react? Dumb stuff like that. And I just remember them asking me some questions, like, the last few days there of trying to basically get me to, like, picture a life with him and, like, which is honestly fine. It's, like, not weird questions to ask. <laughs> and I was so, like, paranoid at the time of, like, is she going to pick me or her? And I think that kind of psyched me out, too, because I was, like, oh, my God, they're trying to get me. I was, like, picturing the footage in my head, me talking in my side and, you know, they do The Bachelor before someone gets freaking dumped. Like, yes. they always talk half the girl, the one who gets dumped, being, like, I love him, uh-huh. I think he's great, I can't see how he won't pick me, and blah, 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 and, like, all this stuff, and I felt myself, like, saying some of the things, and I was, like, I started just having, like, flashes to, like, what this is going to look like, <laughs> and then I kind of just shut down, and I don't know, it was just, it was a lot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know, it was crazy, I just remember that conversation, the last conversation I had with Barnett, I don't even remember, like, until, like, all I remember is what everyone saw, like, I don't... <laughs> really do not remember what I said or what was said. I knew it was something along those lines, but the only thing I remember saying was, I'm walking out the door, and that's only because I, like, got up in, like, a dramatic exit situation <laughs> and then realized, you can't see me. <laughs> right. I'm going to tell you what I'm doing because so you can't see me. Yeah, yeah, you had to narrate it. Oh, my God, that's so funny. Thank you so much for sharing this story that none of us saw and none of us knew. You know, there's so many stories out there that we know so well, and there's just so many that we don't. And I'm just so happy that now people know your story. Real quick, before we wrap up, I want to do a quick game. It's basically just like a one-word answer for the person. So I'm going to give you a person's name, and then you give me a one-word answer. Two if you have to, but one is more fun. So, Wait, like a person from the show? Yeah, and also I'll throw in some Bachelor people in there because you love The Bachelor. So. And then yes, I'll let, I love it. And then I'll let you go. So, okay, Rudy. I'm sorry, Rudy. Did I just say Rudy? Rory. Like the girl. <laughs> Rory. Therapist. Kenny. First word you think of? Southern. <laughs> okay. Matt. Matt Thomas' voice is what comes to mind for me. Voice. Okay, so Matt is voice. He has such a cool voice. How about Burnett? Tea. I feel like he has a great smile. Is that a weird thing to be No, not at all. Not at all. How about Wesley? High school. Because <laughs> I went to high school with him. Did you? How funny. Oh, my gosh. So we worked it out back together. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> That's so but funny. Honestly, I, haven't, so I don't really remember him being at my high school. I didn't really know him in high school. I just knew him from working with him at Outback. And the second I heard his voice and, like, he said his name and stuff, I was like, wait, this is Elsie, like, Elsie from high school, like, Lauren Chamberlain. He was like, what? Oh, my God. I had not talked to him in, like, 10 years at that point. You know, we weren't really, like, wow. good friends in the first place. That was crazy. So, yeah, that's really the first word that comes to mind. That is a small world. Okay, I'll throw in some Bachelor people. How about Peter? Pilot. Obviously, I have no creativity there. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you watch Caitlin season. So, what about Nick Bial? Funny, have you seen his little, like, quarantine thing? So great. Love it. I'm living for it. And I love his, like, workout that he did on GMA. That was amazing. It's, like, my workout now. Yeah, he did a workout on GMA live, 
and it's like the best 20 minute workout. I was so sore. Shout out to Nick if you're hearing this. I was so sore the next day. Honestly, so I haven't seen that, but Mark on the show for Love is Fine, like he does, he's a fitness instructor. I've been to his class before and it wrecked me. Like I was dead. I was dead for like a week or two. But he's been doing like Instagram, he's been Instagram live and stuff about the workouts and all that. I've been seeing that. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. What about Cameron? Scientist. I'm not good at this. I'm like only thinking of like what they do. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. Honestly, Cameron is gorgeous. Who would have thought this guy who does AI was like sexy, sexy man? He's super cute. Never would have thought. What about Kelly? her hair like I think she has great hair she has beautiful hair she has beautiful hair well again Elsie I cannot thank you enough for joining me I cannot wait to have you back on to talk about listen to your heart or survivor or whatever reality show you want to talk about and I'm just so happy yes I'm just so happy we're able to connect and get cozy with you I think we know you really well now which is exactly what I wanted so your story's out there (laughs) hey guys she is single if you are interested slide in her DMs (laughs) oh my god I haven't really dated anyone since the show either which is kind of funny but also I feel like I haven't dated anyone because I'm more picky now like I know what I'm looking for and like what kind of person I want so I'm better at weeding that out now but also I just want like one person from freaking Bachelor Nation to DM me like is that so hard to ask I can definitely help you out there. I have a few connections in Bachelor Nation, so we'll see what we'll see what we can do. But I love chatting with you. I love chatting with you. You're amazing. I cannot wait to have you back on. Thank you so much for your time, and you guys, thank you so much for listening. Lauren, where can they find you on Instagram? One two three Lauren C, and then Twitter is one two three Lauren Marie. Okay, guys, so hit her up and slide in those DMs if you want. She's a sweetheart. (laughs) Hey, stay safe out there, Elsie, in uh, Georgia. Yes, my little Southern Bella. And you guys, stay safe and always stay cozy. Thank you so much. Until next time. Bye. Bye.